Oh, thank you. Thank you. You're too much. It's only been like 20 days. Oh, gosh. No, sit down, everyone. Please. No, not necessary. Wow. Okay, Flowers. You knew I was going to sing then. Incredible. Oh, my God. What a... You know, you prepare for something like this, but... Oh, they're coming back. Oh, please sit down. We have to start the show. Okay. Thank you. That song's for you, baby. Whoever you are out there in radio land that's a song lost from the charts but not from your hearts i'm jet dunlap in the morning with your sigler traffic on the 405 that's a little treat for you guys because it's been a while right i explained that today is talking about progress how it's not linear how you have to be action-oriented not results oriented you can't look at the prize you must look at the journey oh my god (sighs) the journey is what it's all about jet i guess you know i mean it's cliche no one likes it it sounds like nonsense because these brilliant insights have been used to death so they've lost their meaning but come on birth do you remember that i don't and death is going to be a moment i'm not looking forward to that so it must be about the journey but in that journey to stay healthy to stay successful to be a rounded human, which takes accomplishing things. If you're listening to this show for the first time and you heard that and you don't like it, well, strap in because that's a big theme. Accomplishment makes life worth it. Pushing against your weaknesses is what makes this journey worthwhile. It takes effort. Every single day, it's easier to lie down than to stand up. It's easier to crawl than to walk at the start. But you must progress and that's what the show is about. And I don't care if you're 1, 2, 92. Doesn't matter. And whether it's getting sober or drinking more water, as I mentioned in the show, you start now. But I don't want to go into too much of that because I don't want to ruin the, uh, the proof of the pudding is in the eating, right? Yeah. So I don't want to eat your pudding. Subscribe to this show. Rate this show. Love this show as I love you. Thank you for listening to Psychotherapy. This episode that you're going to be getting momentarily starts right now. Well, it's been a while. Been a little while for you. Longer while for me. I have done something unique where I've recorded two shows, completely finished them, and then went, meh. Not good enough. And so I went back to the drawing board. And I'm no artist, so it took a little longer than I would have liked. But was it worth it? I don't know. You'll have to judge. Starting over again is always hard. And it's been the topic of this show a lot. It doesn't mean that I 
wasn't busy, it doesn't even mean that I wasn't doing the show. That's one of the things that you never see when someone's trying to create something. Is that even in the montage when you watch movies, you see that the person is on a linear course, right? So they want to become a boxer. Let's say, I'm just making up this movie off the top of my head. No one's ever written this. It's mine. But there's, let's say there's this boxer, okay? His name is Rocky uh, Topanga. That's especially funny if you live in the Valley and you know the streets that run north to south. San Fernando Valley. The fight in San Fernando Valley. You get the joke or you don't get the joke. If you don't get the joke, it's taking too long. If you get the joke, you already got it, and I'm over-explaining. Anyway, this guy, Rocky Topanga, he always wanted to be a boxer. But if memory serves me, and it probably doesn't, it's been a long time, he had some trouble. He wasn't even a contender. And his, uh, his old friend, Mick, would say, You got no heart! He went back in the ring and didn't do so well. But then over time, and through this montage that I was describing earlier, he progresses. And A plus B equals C. That's not how it works, man. That's not how it works. It's not how it works in a lot of our lives a lot of the time. So, for instance, let's use this micro example we can all relate to because you're listening to it right now. I've recorded three episodes. Now, this is no new thing. You guys hear it all the time. And this is the only show. We're the only show on Podcastville. <laughs> That's what I'm calling it. That complains about making podcasts. Probably not. But I'm a one-man army and I'm 120 episodes deep. It ain't getting easier. It's getting harder. So what I'm saying is, what happens in our life is that, in my case, I recorded three episodes. They were fine. I put on the jangles. Dun, dun. I don't even know what it is. Dun, 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 dun. No, that's that's Morongo Casino. <laughs> Uh, Morongo. Clearly you guys hear that I'm after my real career as a jingle writer and recorder. By the way, how about that song? I mean, I know most of you guys are just like blown away by it, but uh, it was just something really... Oh gosh, guys, no! The song is over. I'm talking about... Please, just sit down. It's it's, it's not necessary... I mean, it's not, it's not like it's not appreciated. So what I was talking about is that you do three of these things, in my case. None of them hit air. You'll never hear them. I have this pipe dream that is fed by some of my friends who say, maybe one day you can use that audio and do something with it. But, I mean, come on. It's not like it's the B-side of a <laughs> of the Beatles, you know, that no one's ever heard. It's not that. It's some rambling by a, by a dummy. A self-proclaimed psycho, right? But that's progress. Progress is, I was rock climbing... It got me out of my depressed beard state. It was one of the things, not the only thing. It sculpted my body. It brought my brother and my wife and I all closer as friends. Did all these great things, right? And then I busted my ankle and it's been like a year since I've done it. I was lifting weights last year at this time, harder than I'd ever done in my life at the ripe old age of quantum 30. And my arms are bigger than they've ever been. As a matter of fact, Something showed up on my phone because now you can't escape it. You guys know I got rid of Time Hop a long time ago and then I don't have Facebook anymore. But it showed up on my phone and it said a year ago today. And I showed my wife and there I was in all my glory with the biggest biceps I've ever had. Looking like a uh, a brick S house. And uh, my wife goes, yeah, yeah, you looked, uh, you looked a little better then. But guess what happened when I was 
drinking like a Costco egg white like carton a day to get that big. I was like 180 pounds. I was going to the gym. The coronavirus got rid of that, right? So what I started doing, I changed it over to working in the backyard. Then when that was to a place where we could actually work out in the backyard and do uh, that beach body, not a sponsor thing. Gina and I were doing that. Then she twisted her ankle. So I couldn't get big that way anymore. So I started running. This month, I have run my fastest 5K, my fastest 10K, and my fastest mile. What does that show you, ladies and gentlemen? Adaptation. <laughs> That's not how it's syllabicated. Or is at. It's not. But adaptation. Pitch and roll. Duck and roll. I was never very good at that. But I'm adapting my words. My point is, progress is not linear. If you look at rock climbing to lifting weights hard because of my ankle injury to doing the work around the house and then turning that into running, what is a consistent thing? I work out every day. So the actual motions, the things you do may not bring you the progress you expected. I record two or three times a week. Whether you've ever heard it or not, contrary to what that beautiful song at the beginning of this episode said, I record two or three times a week, every week. And lately, what I recorded was not up to the standard that I would like to have you hear. And so you didn't hear, but I was still doing it. It's like writing. Again, I'm using my examples because I don't have a co-host, but I try and write every day. For a while there, I was writing 10 pages a day, but with school and everything, it's been a little harder, but every single day I write. Even if it's just correcting a paragraph and I put in some new words, because as I started saying at the beginning of this, it doesn't always tie up in a bow the way we'd like. And what happens with us is we get discouraged. I finished my first screenplay in November of 2019. By now, I expected to uh, be accepting my Oscar. Not Meyer Wiener Hot Dog. Not a sponsor. But uh, the, uh, the one they give you at the Academy Awards. That screenplay went through different incarnations and is now a limited series. I've written seven other screenplays. Most of them are at about page 70, 80. Two other ones are done. This is not what I wanted. I wanted a screenplay in my hand that was done that I could pitch. But the evolutions that my first screenplay went through are to its benefit. During coronavirus and the buying that's going on with Netflix, it makes more sense to do a limited series. However, that wasn't in alignment with my original plan, so I feel disappointed. I feel like I have failed myself in my original goal. Now, am I still writing every day? Yes. So if my original goal was to write every day, staying action-oriented, not results-oriented, that's worth saying again because it's been a while since I've talked about this. So staying action-oriented as opposed to results-oriented, that would look like write every day, write five pages every day. I've actually done that. That's the massive stack of writing that I have of good quality scripts. Plus, I've been going to school, all those things. So writing has occurred every day, not including my journal. If you include that, I probably write about 30 pages a day, creative writing. It's insane. But my point is, if that was the focus, I'd be doing it. And I'd have pride in that. If my focus was not to be the best rock climber, if my focus was not to be the strongest I've ever been, but to just get in new levels of fitness, that I've accomplished. And if my goal was with the show to continually produce content, I've accomplished that. But it takes me reminding myself that that's what I'm after to be okay with it. This is what throws you guys off in anything, but especially goals. And it's always easy to look at New Year's, right? I don't care if you're listening to this in December. 
Whatever intention you had in January can be picked up again if you just dust it off and say, well, let's start now. This idea that it needs to be linear is what derails us. We saw with the office of the White House, the progress isn't linear. We used to think, oh, okay, well, we had this president, African-American, the next one could be a woman, then blah, 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 and then eventually, you know, it would become more and more diverse, more and more progressive. But we saw that that didn't happen. It became more conservative. It became more of the things that we thought were done in the 60s, but that's what we should have expected. But my point is, is that if you look at it on a timeline of a 50-year or 100-year process, what's going on in our country right now will look like a blip on the radar, growing pains. But they used to say movies gave us a false notion of progress. Life isn't like montage there, buddy. You got to put them boots on in the morning. I guess this is my alter ego, my country singing <laughs> country boy who's like, well, you know, this is how it's got to be. So you'll, you'll be hearing a lot from him. Psychotherapy. Remember, that's the, that's the disclaimer on the bottle of the prescription that is this show. But they used to blame movies for the unreal expectations of progress. <laughs> we focused on this so much of my life since I was a kid. What the entertainment industry and the toy companies have done to portray women in a false light to give them a uh, erroneous notion of what their body should look like. It, it's the same thing with dudes, okay? I've tried as hard as I can to be Chris Hemsworth in Thor, and I end up looking like uh, that fellow with the bow and arrow, <laughs> which isn't bad. You know, no one's dissing Jeremy Rainier and whatever character he plays in the Avengers. I can't remember because it's insignificant and no one cares. They're not a sponsor, by the way. Disney doesn't own us yet. What's worse than the montages? TikTok and Instagram. Instagram didn't used to have this live video thing where people are dancing. There's something about people dancing on a phone. <laughs> not, am I explaining that it's not on the phone? It's inside the phone? Oh, wow. Well. Oh, was people inside the inside the TV when I first saw it. I tried to I tried to grab them, but uh, they weren't there. They're they're inside the cathode tube. Well, Merry Christmas, you old building alone, Jimmy Stewart. You're welcome. You're getting a lot of impressions today. Yeah, it's actually not that bad. Maybe you should do this a little more to uh, entertain the guests because they like it. But I won't because I don't want to please you. My talents are best left hidden. <laughs> Social media is far worse than any movie could be because these girls who are dancing like the greatest dancers I ever saw when I was a kid, like Paula Abdul, I saw my first concert at the the Great Western Forum with Pow and Nana. Nana fell asleep. Pow thought it was the funniest thing in the world. And it was Paula Abdul. And DJ Scat Cat was there too on the screens. Two steps forward, I'll take two steps back. My Paul Abdul, not as good as my Jimmy Stewart. DJ Scat Cat was that animated cat that was like the opposite of Paul Abdul in that video. Oh my God. It's been a while, guys. It's been a while. I'm putting on my psycho boots and uh, walking the psychopath. And it's a little zany. Nine lady. No, no, Jet, stop it. You're doing that Bumblebee thing from Transformers. Not a sponsor. Not a good movie. But TikTok and Instagram now, because they've done the same thing as TikTok, it makes you think that everyone just gets great overnight. And you're listening to a guy who in his second round of Quantum 30 is running faster than he's ever run in his life. 5K, one mile, 10K, half mile. I'm running faster than I ever have. And yet it still affects me. 
Why don't I look like this dude who every time I turn on my computer is like, cardio kills fat. Wrong. He goes, cardio doesn't kill fat. Isometric kills fat. Like these ads bombard you even if you don't watch TV, even if you don't watch any news. They're still getting to you, telling you you could be, do, achieve more in two short steps. First, you give us your money, and two, it's done. But it doesn't work that way. Progress is done in a vacuum. Especially if you're using Dyson. Ugh. Progress is done in a vacuum. No one sees what you're doing. And there's no... No, I I know, guys, but I was telling them there is an applause. Please sit down. My goodness, wow. Thank you. The best out of everyone. Better than all the rest. Wow, okay. Well, thank you. Thank you so much. There's no applause. Let that serve as your applause. Those milestones that you have achieved in your life right now, no one's celebrating. You have to. My wife has had a relationship with the entertainment industry that has been great achievement when she was young in ballet, then doing some great things in theater. That's how we met. And I'm not going to go into it. I'll wait till she comes on some point and she'll talk about her journey. But she's had some real incredible milestones that she's passed recently, including the fact that she was on that show, Lucifer. She played a yoga instructor. She was so beautiful that she had fan pages on Reddit that were looking for her. And now she has representation and she just thinks, okay, what do I do next? She doesn't let that sit on her consciousness. She doesn't celebrate. She doesn't acknowledge that accomplishment. If you don't use that momentum to your advantage, You'll stall and feel like you never made progress. This week, you didn't eat ice cream. This week, you didn't watch trash on TV. Today, you drank more water. You have to acknowledge this. Little things done over time in the right direction equal great results. You are building the narrative of your future self. And if you're going to do that, do it right and do it deliberately. Jet Dunlap, guy I'm very familiar with. Been walking around his skin for a long time. If you're listening to this right now and you didn't know I was Jet Dunlap, you'd be like, ew, this guy wears skin? So do you, mind blown. That's my new mind blown sound. So this is a notion you've heard before. Hear it again. In a different way, you are going to find that future you, thanks past you. A year ago this time, little Jet Dunlap, a little baby boy compared to who I am now, he had a vision. It was to completely tear up his backyard. I mean, everything. And also, you know, coax his wife into this idea too when it was raining moving tons and tons and tons and tons of dirt again. We've done that before. Building custom benches, retaining this giant wall with Gabion, which is fencing and rocks. You know, look up Gabion. I don't know how to spell it. This fence wall. Fence wall? Rock. Like, you know, uh, you know what a rock is, right? Como se dice rocks in a fence? 
I'm not really at my uh, analogy best right now. Mm, analogy best you or not? But it's incredible. And then we kept going and we kept going and we kept going. And now it has ended with this gorgeous office that I have, my dream office. I mean, the location could change. I want that to be on the Pacific Ocean. I'll have some issues with sound now that I realize that. But, you know, I'll mostly be screenwriting. And you guys will be able to deal with it if I have ambient ocean sounds in the background. You'll just be clapping nonstop for how incredible my journey has come out, giving you hope to be able to do the same. Jet Dunlap a year ago made all this. Everything has changed. School. Screenplays. My relationships are better with the people I care about. I'm another year sober. I've helped more people get sober. To sum up this old coconut, as they say, in the far west, Kauai. They don't say that. If you go there, don't ask. They do say aloha for goodbye and hello, which would be convenient if you're trying to get rid of people at a party. Hey, aloha. I guess you wouldn't say hey, aloha. You say aloha, and they'd be like, oh, thanks. But like, no, that means get out of here. Aloha, you out of here. That's weak. I'm not going to use that in my stand-up routine. But do the things for you so that in the future, that time traveler looks back, you say, hey, thanks. You're the best. You made all the difference. I'm healthier. I'm happier. My spouse is happier and healthier. My dog's coat is shinier. I have that thing I wanted. I'm working towards that goal I need. So thank you very much for letting me back in your life after those 20 days. I hope you enjoyed today's show. And if you did, please go on to the podcast app of your choice, the one you're using, and uh, go ahead and like today's show. Give us a high rating. And then go ahead and subscribe if you can. That would be incredible. I'm out of words. We've walked the path. The path of the psycho. I will talk to you next time.